Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to consciously turn your mornings into family time. Before everyone goes their separate ways, you can choose to start the day by nurturing your most important relationships. I first learned the power of mornings many years ago when I was researching a book called What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. Many successful people use the early morning hours for exercise or strategic thinking or other important things that life has a way of crowding out. And if these morning warriors have families, they often trade off with their partners or get up before the kids in order to make time for these things. And that's because, well, when we're trying to get large numbers of people ready and out the door, it can be tempting to focus solely on the various steps required to make that happen. And trust me, I know there can be a lot of steps. But the problem with focusing on the logistics is that we miss the opportunity to make this time into something more. I was reminded of this when I got a note from Ryan Holiday about how he spends his mornings. Holiday is the author of the new book, Stillness is the Key, and of several other books, including The Obstacle is the Way. Holiday tells me that starting earlier this year, I decided I would no longer use my phone for the first one hour that I am awake. Instead, I grab my three year old son and take him for a long walk. We go outside, we get active, and we watch the sun come up as we travel the back roads that surround our farm. Almost invariably, I come home with ideas that I can use in my writing. We come home with memories to tell the rest of the family about, instead of just taking a photo. To me, it's about getting some stillness in the morning before the workday starts. And it's ironic that the stillness comes for us from movement, but what works, works. The key is just not starting the day reacting, letting Twitter or your email inbox dictate the first thing you do during the day. Instead, you should decide. And for me, concentration, family time, and fun are what I choose. I think this is a great idea. Holidays spending time with his kid, but getting exercise and thinking time too. How great to score a trifecta like that. Mornings in general can be a great time for family time. Now, I don't have a farm to wander about, but I've started to make a point of sitting at the kitchen table in sequence with all my children as they eat breakfast. The seventh grader is first, and in typical teenager fashion, he's not always the most talkative person at breakfast, but that's all right. I can communicate that I'm interested in his life, and I can make sure he's getting a serving of fruit, and these both count for something. My four-year-old tends to wander down next, and we have very different conversations And by the time I fed my elementary school-aged kids, I might have been sitting at that breakfast table for 50 minutes. 50 minutes is a fair chunk of time. But that's okay. I found that lingering over breakfast and my coffee puts me in a mood of time abundance. Sure, I have a lot to do, but there's no rush. On the mornings my husband is home, he'll sit there too. And these are often the only chances we get to have two parents focused on one kid and it's not a disciplinary situation. When we have a gap between kid breakfasts, the two of us can sit there and talk, which is nice as well. I recognize that sometimes mornings begin early enough and kids are young enough that it's hard to do anything except grab a granola bar 
and get everyone dressed and strapped into their car seats. But if there is some flexibility, think through your morning routine and think if there might be space to spend a little time doing something other than getting ready. Could you and your spouse share a cup of coffee together on the porch? If you have young kids who wake up really early, could you play or read together for half an hour before you need to hop in the shower? Maybe you get up 15 minutes before your teens need to get up and you whip up some scrambled eggs to sit and eat with them. Even if they're not actually talking to you, eating together is a form of communication. In any case, I know there's a story out there that mornings are inevitably rushed and harried. The problem is that when we tell ourselves this story, we start to believe it. And we can choose to structure our lives differently. If the upside is closer relationships with the people we love most, why not give it a try? In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.